Hello, and welcome to Songs for the Struggling Artist, the blogcast. This is episode 342. My name is Emily Rainbow Davis, and I am happy to be with you. Actually, no, I really am. (laughs) Because this post that I'm about to read to you is about appearing to be happy to be somewhere and not actually being happy to be somewhere. In a way, I think it's part of it. I'm not 100% sure what's underlying this whole phenomenon for myself, Um, but I'm going to tell you about it. I'm going to read you uh, this blog. It is called Smiling on Zoom. The thing about Zoom for me is I usually end up on the floor crying after the meeting is over. It's either that or a migraine. I couldn't tell you exactly why. There are a lot of reasons a human mind might respond negatively to this experience. Could be the cognitive load, the slight asynchrony, constraints on mobility, or the many other documented reasons Zoom can be challenging. But all I know is taking part in any Zoom, be it party, reading, rehearsal, or meeting, will result in either sobbing on the floor or lying in the dark with ice on my head. It's just what happens. And yet, I realized in a Zoom the other night, to the outside observer, I look like I'm very happy to be there and seem to be an enthusiastic participant. I'm not trying to appear so, I promise you. I don't even know I'm doing it. I think I'm surely revealing my aversion to this activity, but then the facilitator will call my name and ask me to speak. I think because I'm smiling. If there's anything I hate more than being on a Zoom, it is speaking on a Zoom. So I think to myself that I must try not to smile in Zoom meetings anymore but I don't know if this is possible. Partly, it's just that I have resting smile face. This is the opposite of the famous resting bitch face, something I can only dream of achieving. It's also that, in a social setting, I fall into a kind of automatic pattern that I might just call the space heater. The way I deal with most social situations is to turn up my inner heat. I just kick out warmth. This is one of the reasons to invite me to your party. I will heat up a corner, for sure. In person, this is tiring, but also very stimulating and rewarding. I genuinely like meeting people and having friendly conversation. But in a Zoom, rather than feeling charming and sociable, I feel clumsy and ill at ease. I look comfortable and happy while I'm kicking out all the heat I have, and yet below my friendly exterior, as evidenced by my post-Zoom response, I am clearly treading treacherous water. I don't feel it while it's happening. If I did, maybe I could stop it. I think I'm just trying to survive a situation that is extra challenging for my brain, and one way that I survive is by turning up the charm, or the smile, or whatever. And then once it's all over, 
I find myself weeping on the carpet for no discernible reason. This last Zoom I was on featured 126 other people, though maybe only half of them had their cameras on. I had mine on only because if it had been in person, it might be called a networking event. So I figured I should go the whole way, given that I was required to be there. But then my Wi-Fi kicked me out of the meeting, and so I switched off the camera, though I wouldn't say my experience was any better without it. The other people I could see didn't necessarily look like they were having a good time. But when they spoke or commented in the chat, they were very enthusiastic, and their notes suggested they were enjoying themselves. Maybe all those resting bitch faces were actually having a marvelous time. Well, I looked like I was having a marvelous time, but was on my way to the pit of existential despair. Or maybe they were actually miserable and doing a great job convincing everyone they were having the time of their lives in the chat. There were a lot of good actors in the group, I know. Before Zoom, I was not fully aware of how often I was smiling. It is so much my default, I do not consciously catch how ubiquitous it is. The director of a play I was in years ago had to coach me to stop smiling while playing the cranky villain character. His theory was that I was just so happy to be on stage I couldn't not smile, which might be true. But also, it's not just on stage, I guess. When I think I'm smiling, I'm actually just turning up the heat. The little smile is just my resting face, I guess. This explains why the people with the clipboards and the vests are always coming at me saying, you look friendly, because I do. Doesn't mean I'm gonna stop for you though. The thing is, I guess I do look friendly and I suppose I actually am friendly, unless you're one of those clipboard people that I'm definitely not, but it doesn't mean I wanna talk on a Zoom, I guess is what the issue is. Do not mistake a resting smile face for a person who is dying to speak on a Zoom. I'd rather just skip ahead to the crying on the carpet portion of the evening, thank you. And if, God forbid, I should ever be in a position to lead a Zoom, this is a lesson for me, too. To not assume a smile means an extra willingness to speak or participate. A smiler may just be a space eater. The thing about this particular uh, pattern or experience I have is that it doesn't seem to be particularly common. Like, I I have yet to meet someone else who's been like, oh, yeah, the crying on the floor thing? Totally. Totally do that. Nope, no one else that I've talked to. I have met other people who also can't stand the Zoom, but I I feel like it's, I don't know, I may be weird. And that's okay. I don't mind being weird. It's just my truth. (laughs) It also took a a little while to, like, work out, like, I was, because it's not, it's not direct, like, it's not like, oh, I feel bad now that I'm on the Zoom. It would, like, take sometimes an hour before I ended up on the carpet crying. And then I was like, what does this car- crying on the carpet have to do with the previous time I was crying on the carpet? Oh, wait, they were both Zoom calls earlier in the evening. Like, because sometimes hours can pass before I end up on the carpet. Like, it's not immediate. It's weird. 
Anyway, I I I guess I'm I, I'm weird. So I wrote about it because at least maybe I don't know. I guess I'm also tired of explaining it <laughs> because people are like, hey, you want to get on a Zoom? And I'll be like, uh, no. <laughs> and then I I have to. They'll be like, oh, but I love Zoom. And I'll be like, yeah. I mean, this is how it's going to end for me. Like that's when I agree to do it. That's that's what I'm agreeing to. And in a funny way, it is related to migraine in the sense that, like, there are many activities that I know are going to lead to a migraine, right? Even if they're activities that I love and enjoy with people that I love and enjoy, I will say yes to some of those activities knowing that it will guarantee me a migraine later. It's like I'm always weighing, is this event or person or combination of event and person worth the pain I am fairly likely to experience later? And sometimes the answer is yes. Like, okay, great. That's just, I mean, it's just going to be what it's going to be. Um, and I feel like with Zoom, I, you know, sometimes that's the way things happen. That's your only choice. I signed up to be on this like awards committee. I know it's going to suck for me because <laughs> it's a Zoom meeting. Uh, but also I felt like, well, you know, to participate in my community, I should do it. And, uh, and sure, I'll, I'll cry, but that's part of life, I guess. Anyway, I just, I found like I wanted to write about it because I feel like I'm explaining it all the time and it always feels so weird. Like, hey, weirdo. <laughs> also, just like I felt so awkward after this particular Zoom meeting. And sometimes the only way to deal with things for me is just to write about them. Or maybe I'll feel slightly better. So, yeah, anyway. Uh, if the sound sounds a little different today, it is because there is construction happening on the other side of the building. And, uh, and that is closer to where I usually record the podcast. Um, but if I were over there, it would be nothing but hammers and, you know, I don't know, big, big machinery. So, so we're back over here. Um, I have a different setup, so maybe it's not so, so bad. I'm doing a lot more stopping and starting for trains over here (laughs) and I haven't caught them all. So you may experience some trains going by in wherever you are, where there may not be trains. So don't worry, it's not a ghost train, it's just trains on my recording. So, song today is uh, a song I did not know before. Um, I went looking for songs about smiling because I sort of have gone through the ones that immediately came to mind already. I have, in fact, already done Lily Allen's Smile. I had forgotten, but I looked it up and I had. So uh, so I went just looking for other songs about smiles. And you know what? There are a lot. People write a lot of pop songs about smiles. It is really something. I was shocked. It's really, yeah, this is a funny sort of window into like what is a popular topic for a song because the, the, I look things up, you know. And, uh, you know, you want a song uh, about food, weirdly, or cooking, you're going to not have so much luck, which I found bizarre and highly unexpected. And I didn't think there were a lot of songs about smiles, but there are. So if I have further blogs about smiling in the future, I have a long list of possibilities. 
But this one uh, was the most appropriate and um, real fun to, to, to learn and uh, discover. Um, it is called Smile Now, Cry Later, which is exactly my experience of Zoom. And uh, the band uh, that recorded it was Sunny and the Sunliners, a group I had not heard of, but are sound really interesting. They were like a Chicano band, and the lead singer was the first Latino on American bandstand, which is super cool. No idea. Uh, so I'm going to learn some more about them after now that I know this song. Um, yeah, so I'm going to play that for you in just a minute. Meanwhile, thank you so much for listening. If you like the podcast or the blog, please tell someone about it. Like, review, subscribe. If you would like to support it with your dollars, amazing. Patreon.com slash Emily R. Davis is the top spot. And there's also Kofi. There's PayPal. All those links are in the show notes. And uh, yeah. That's, that's, those are the places. And thank you for listening. It, it really is uh, awesome to have ears on this situation. So, um, not sure what to tell you else about Smile Now, Cry Later. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's me on guitar and a fair number of extra Emily's. I mean, that, it's sort of like, uh, it's the style of song that, that wants a lot of voices. So um, I have added some extras because it just was an open field in which to play. And so I did. Um, yeah. So I hope you enjoy. Smile now. Cry later.
Tell me that you love me, that you'll put nobody else above me. Then cross your heart, smile.